In a world where movies were produced like shit through a goose, this is the story of two movie nerds on a mission they weren't supposed to survive. And their obsession that drove them to the edge of madness. But they managed to escape with the bone-chilling stories of action, adventure, mayhem, and love. Starring Miranda Lady Killer Birdall. And introducing Raymond El Guapo Craig. Guest starring Tim the Toolman Cupsick. And featuring Chelsea Daisy Dukes Carrick. In Cinema Danger Duo. Episode 7, The Hateful Duo. Hey movie folks, this is the Cinema Danger Duo. I'm Miranda. And I'm Raymond. And we're here to discuss three films. Um, we also include spoilers, as always, so if you haven't seen these films and want to, um, wait to listen to us, but please still listen, because we go into these in detail. And uh, for our guest today, if you want to say hi, Chelsea. Hi, I'm Chelsea. <laughs> hey guys, it's Tim. And Tim, and Tim, so we've got two. Uh, and this time around, we're going to discuss The Hateful Eight, The Revenant, and Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse. Yeah! So, uh, starting with Hateful Eight, mm-hmm. um, to me, Tarantino movies, kind of like Star Wars movies, are always kind of an event. You know, yeah. it's like when I, I remember in film school when uh, Kill Bill was coming out and the two movies and it was a really big deal for everybody to go and it was always a packed house so um it's just always interesting to see what he does with each film because there's you know much like spike lee there's certain things that you look at and go oh that's clearly a tarantino film and then there's also certain things that are surprising that aren't you're not expecting for him to do so right um the evolution of his movies. Yeah. Um, but uh, do you want to give the premise for this one? Yeah, so they're in good old Wyoming, heading to Red Rock, wherever that is. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, and you don't know? You don't know? Yeah. Um, and a stagecoach. I mean, that's how you're brought in with a man leading a pack of horses. And um, Samuel L. Jackson comes in as this character um, sitting on a pile of dead men, which is awesome. And it just kind of goes from there that there's this bounty hunter with this woman. And um, no, you don't really know if anyone is really who they say they are. Besides, I think Kurt Russell's character it's, seems pretty obviously yeah, it's, the uh, main man. But. It's kind of one of those. I wasn't expecting it to be sort of a uh, like whodunit, whodunit sort huh? of mystery thing. Or, you know, like who are these people? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that makes it kind of fun, like in a kind of clue sort of way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because yeah, once they get to, uh, uh, what's the Minis, Minis, uh, Minis Haberdashery? Yeah. <laughs> once they get there, then it's like, okay, who are these people right. who are all stuck in this storm in the same spot? Um, and that's one thing I will say they got right. Like he obviously had been in Wyoming shooting Django, mm-hmm. so he clearly got the wind right you know yeah, like you yeah, just hear sure. the wind the roaring in the out, <laughs> outside and so even though they didn't shoot it here it right. feels like oh it yeah does. that's why i'm making sure yeah i yeah. buy it yeah, exactly <laughs> you know yeah for funny. sure um i don't know where to begin with this one as far as like 
characters go. Well, or... it was obviously a Tarantino film, and I yes. think this was the most saturated Tarantino yes. film that he has ever done. Like yes. it is Tarantino it is. through and through good, without any problem. Good and bad that. way. Yeah. Like yeah. there's some of it where it's. Uh, I think someone mentioned how he gets more self-indulgent the more he goes along, and I would say that's true of this. Like there. There are certain scenes that play out way too long, or where he's just kind of, uh, you know, it's it's obvious uh, he had mentioned that after he's only going to do ten movies mm-hmm. and then he's going to start writing novels, and this felt very much like a novel type of like even with the the part that's comes after the uh, intermission, which we didn't have at ours. Right. Uh, some of them show that, like especially if they show the 70mm version. Yeah. Uh, and then it comes in with him narrating, like kind of catching the audience up on right. certain things. Yeah. Which kind of feels out of place without the intermission. I think it, it would work yeah, better yeah. with that. Um, I would have liked to have that. But um, that to me just feels like he's already in that mode mm-hmm. of str- like writing a novel and you know right. being kind of the voice of right. God. Most of his movies voice. are separated into chapters, anyways. They well, they are. are. He and does. It, it does. He does it's jarring do because it's his voice, but it is following his pattern of movies where he does have a narrator. Like if you think back on Kill Bill, mm-hmm. there's always someone voicing that for him. And um, I did. That's true. Uma, like Uma, Uma voices yeah, or and Samuel Kill Bill Jackson. Or, yeah. That's um, true. But I did hear an interview with him where he said he had to be talked into doing it himself. He's always wanted to. He just didn't have the. He didn't like the sound of his own voice, so it was like mm-hmm. a big deal for him to do that. Which is surprising because he always makes cameos. Right. And it seems. I hate it when he does. Like right. it, but he, he pulls no, and he pulls me right out of the movie. The only time I've liked him in a movie was probably *Dust Till Dawn*, mm-hmm. uh, or may, maybe uh, *Pulp Fiction*. But usually, I just I'm like he just instantly pulls me out of it, and it's not even that I know it's the director. Right. either like some directors can do that and i'm not like oh the director's on screen but it's because of yeah he just feels out of place like yeah. Django, he i was totally cool with the movie right up until the scene he shows up and then it's right. all of a sudden like this horrible australian accent and he's just you know he's just pl- hamming it up way too much right. and i'm like dude you're just pulling me right out of it yeah and i'm no longer engrossed in the movie right so I don't know. It was, it was a little jarring. Not as bad as when he shows up on screen. Right. I think True. I'd take him narrating mm-hmm. over him being in the well, movie. Yeah, if you want to make so, I think that's a better way to do it. I do, too. Yeah. yeah. Being the voice of God. So someone brought up uh, an interesting tidbit. So there's a scene in it where uh, a character is drugged through naked, and you don't know. Samuel Jackson is telling this story uh, in order to get... Uh, the guy to draw his gun, the general to draw his gun so that he can get away with killing him and it's not murder because he thinks the the other guy in the room is a real hangman and he says, like, if you kill this guy, I'm going to make sure you hang. But if he does it, that's only if he does it in cold blood, if it's self-defense. So it could be that this story is fake and he's just trying to goad him in or it could be that it really happened. But it gets pretty graphic in that, you know, he drags, he's like, oh, I met your son, and I, I drug him through the snow naked, and then made him go down on me, basically, and then gets very graphic about that, and 
they brought up that it should have been Tarantino who played that character. And I was like, that actually would have been cool just because it's like he's sort of humbled before the actor right. and literally having to go down on um, Sam L. Jackson. Right. And, yeah. And Sam, you know, is just like uh, in the scene, just loving it. Like, yeah, take that, you know? And so to me, like that would have been kind of as a director, ballsy to do yeah, and to be and to just be literally naked in front of the audience and be like yep right. I'm exposed and I'm like humbling myself before the actor who's also a black man right. you know because that's very important to the story right. that Samuel Jackson is telling in that scene and so I when he said that I was like yes he should have done that and that was just a huge miss opportunity I think I agree because I do be think throughout this film it sort of feels like he's just paying homage to himself the entire time mm-hmm. yeah and so I think that if which isn't necessarily a bad thing he does that in a lot of he's films. done that uh, one one that I think of is the end of um, Inglorious Bastards like he's looking right into camera at the very last scene and he says i think this might be my masterpiece or whatever you know and it's clearly him as the director saying that yeah but this one felt so much like a checklist of his things like Mm -hmm. a very sort of like simplistic like look here's what i've done before here's what i'm doing now yeah Mm -hmm. type of thing so i think if he would have done that if he would have humbled himself a little bit more then i would have appreciated yeah yeah the only thing with that though is that he did that scene to get a reaction out of people to be horrified and mm. if it had been him people would have been like laughing and too caught up with oh my god it's quentin instead of that reaction most people are having, I could like, horrified like i could really see that, that i could that see that. that i think quentin gets off of out of his because he does because he does say he yeah. says to the general and he's looking towards camera when he says it he says you're seeing pictures aren't yeah. you and so it's it is making a statement to the audience yeah. um as well so i could understand that but yeah it would have been awesome if he would have done that but yeah because i mean he 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 already plasters himself all over the screen anyway so yeah i you know to me it wouldn't be any more of a distraction than his voiceover right you know yeah i still yeah for sure well i did see it twice so the second time since i knew it was coming Mm. it wasn't so like what is going on here because that that was my first reaction to the first time i saw it i was like wait what 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 (laughs) and then the second time i was able to really enjoy it and i did yeah and i really really thought the music was on point for me i really appreciated the music and i love oh the score immediately like morricone is that that's one of the big things that drew me to it when i heard he was gonna do the score is like oh my god a new like he hasn't done a new score in how long you know yeah and and for western no less so yeah Yeah. i like the placement like um building up that quentin does like when they're going to make the line out to the outhouse with Mm -hmm. the stakes and you're waiting for something to happen because of the oh yeah and you know that something's supposed to be happening there so much and then he took that exact piece of music and put it to the scene at the end when she's getting hung and it's the same pace of the sticks and the stakes and you're like oh that's there that's what that was for so you're like ready for it Mm -hmm. at a different time but i really like the music a mm-hmm. lot. And I, well, I really liked this movie a lot. For me, it was sick and funny and twisting. And I like it. <laughs> <laughs> it was oh, Miranda. <laughs> sure. <laughs> now, I, Miranda I will say, for me, 
uh, story-wise and pacing-wise, I had a little bit of difficulty, but I mm-hmm. love the characters and the actors. Mm-hmm. You know, it's he mentioned in an interview that he he would love to just do it with you know you interchange different actors and do it say on this stage or this stage as like a live play and it totally works in that regard as like you could just take different actors and see how they play those characters on a stage version directed it very much Um, like a play i thought like it was was intentional because you wanted to get into an event yeah yeah Yeah. it's Mm -hmm. very very much an event right very much a play and yeah, so I don't know. I th- I think that in that regard, it was great to see the individual scenes where the characters would play off each other. Yeah. Um, especially with I mean, Kurt Russell is awesome, and I love how he kind of goes around the room and yeah. is trying to gauge everybody. Whereas uh, Samuel Jackson's character is he does it in a different way where he's. Right. He's watching for other details and not saying anything about it. Whereas, you know, Kurt Russell, John Ruth, he's everything comes out. He's right in their face. (laughs) Like, I don't, I think you're full of shit or whatever. You know, he'll just come up and say. Whereas Samuel Jackson is just kind of making a mental checklist. Right. And then it isn't till later he's like, so when you said this and I said that was odd. This is why I said that. Right. And so he. You calling me a liar? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Bedejo. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, Bob was hilarious. Bob was awesome. <laughs> My favorite was um, played by Walton Goggins, the maybe sheriff. sheriff. We don't know oh. if he really oh, was or not. Right. Walton Goggins is the he's man. He's a badass. He's a badass. I love oh. that character. Everything, when he's on Justify, when he's on everything he's he does, so he's so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I loved him in yeah. that movie. He was perfect as that character. He was. He sure. Was really good. He, was, he was my favorite, but um, Jennifer Jason Leigh was also pretty amazing. Oh, oh yeah. she's she has some oh, great yeah. just yeah. little bits and uh, just her expressions as things are happening because she's just sort of like biding her time because she knows right. what like the people around her that are on her side and who is, you know, what's going on. So, um, yeah, like the whole Daisy has a secret section, that whole chapter, you know? So it's, it's cool to see her just, uh, play it up a little bit. Yeah. Knowing what she knows. My criticism too, though, is when we finally get the reveal that there's Mm -hmm. somebody under the floorboards that there is, you know, that, Samuel Jackson's not get blown off. Right. Like I kind of wish that at the beginning we were getting the uh, introduction to every character. That mm-hmm. Channing Tatum's name would have been left off. I really would have liked that to be off the playbill because then that reveal. Mm-hmm. Would have yeah, because so I I was fun. expecting yeah. him to show up at some point. Yeah. And I was like, where is he at? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so there's that that there's that guessing of. Well, we I have thought it would maybe be a character. flashback or something where he's saying like, uh, where. He, uh, goes back to many and oh, you yeah, know, or, or something like mm-hmm. where uh, Sam Jackson is putting it together. Uh-huh. I figured, oh, maybe he, he's someone in the flashback. But yeah, then he just kind of shows up there. Yeah. But if you didn't have any idea that another person was going to be in the movie at all, yeah. would be looking for it. Yeah. yeah. Well, he sort of does like plant the information for you and then divulges it later. So I feel like that's what he was doing by showing his name. Yeah. yeah. Do, you, do you like how. That reveal came? Yes. Because some people I've heard don't. Like, they don't like how uh, it just comes out of nowhere and it's... Like, they felt it was kind of a cheat. 
you know, yeah. where it's like this mystery and then it's like, oh, well, of course that's a surprise because there were no clues to it the whole time. Yeah. Versus right. if it was something where the groundwork was laid there and you're like, wait a minute, like... Like maybe hearing something down in the basement or something like that. Or, you know, because there were certain clues that Sam Jackson was taking in where... The jelly beans. The jelly beans, mm-hmm. yeah. So he's putting together... Um, all of those little things are like when they're putting the horses away, he's asking them questions and stuff. Right. But, but it's also <laughs> all of, all of his About explanation of that comes all at once, you know, just before he, right. he pins it on them. And it would have been nice to have a little bit more of those, right. Uh, revealing Channing Tatum's character or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. And I do think that is a criticism I have is nothing clicked exactly how it should have. Yeah. Like, I feel like in his other films, everything clicks perfectly. At right. At the exact right time. In this one, it didn't seem to do that mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. I didn't like that part. But that's, I don't like Channing Tatum either, so I don't know what it is. <laughs> I agree, yeah. There, like, I don't know if it's because really th- the I actually don't part. mind his, his character, actually, was surprised how much I liked. I liked really? his... Yeah. I I, he didn't bug me at all, whereas no, normally, I, I agree, yeah, he I like he pulls me out of the movie. Like, yeah. I'm too aware that who it is. Yeah. But I didn't mind his character at all. Um, the, it's interesting you say that about clicking. I feel like the editing... So he had an editor through his films who passed away, before, I think it was prior to Django. And even Django felt a little different to me, pacing-wise, than his other films. And this one even more so. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's another reason I didn't like his uh, grind, when they did the Grindhouse films and mm-hmm. he did the one... Um, Death Proof, and he actually was involved in a lot of the editing of that one, to my understanding, yeah. Uh And the editing in that one bugged the hell out of me. And um, I I think that's, for me, what doesn't click, is that it just, the timing and the the way things are paced and the build-up, you know, because... He's always had that influence of the Spaghetti Western, like, uh, of the... um, uh, movies from like um, uh, I'm all of a sudden spacing on it, but like Once Upon a Time in the West and yeah. films mm-hmm. like that, where it's um, has the the sort of musical build up where it's right. like build up, build up, build, and then like the action, and then it's done immediately. So, mm-hmm. Like uh, there's a scene in uh, Inglorious Bastards where they're in the uh, that kind of basement yes, uh, pub, mm-hmm. and it's exactly that. Like it's this build up and the tension, and yeah. then once everybody knows who they, each other is, yeah. and then the action is over in seconds. It's just like right. boom, 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 everyone's right. dead, and that's purely him right. taking from that style. And I like to me, to me, this like... even though it was a spaghetti western, like he was going for that. Yeah. It didn't f- have that sense of pace that no, I was really. expecting. Mm-mm. I like once the blood starts pouring, it doesn't stop. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> All the way till the end, oh, yeah. it's just like it just nice. gets. It yeah. starts with the puking once, and then it yeah. just doesn't once stop. Once Bruce Dern is yeah killed, yeah. then it just basically turns the switch on. And you yeah. 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 And stuff that's just so over the top 
it's so funny to me, just like you, like a man that's already dead, but you can't have him just dead. You have to blow his head completely off his body. It's just obliterated. Right. right. Get the brains on right. the sister. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just yeah. to have his head blown and off. And he's, he's always been good at doing the over-the-top. Yeah. He has. And, and I do like that about him. He's never strayed from mm-hmm. sensationalism at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, but in this one, I don't know. I was sort of... I wasn't disappointed by... You were underwhelmed? No, not exactly. I don't know exactly how to explain it. I'm not, I wasn't, I don't know. I, it wasn't that I disliked the gore. Like, I'm not sitting here clutching my pearls <laughs> or I'm <laughs> gasping at the gore. But I am trying to sift through it to find the broader point he was trying to make. Right. Like, I feel like he shoved all these people in this cabin and, and to sort of make a comment about, like, American political tensions. And I feel like he sort of drops the ball on that. I'm like, wait, what is the point? <laughs> right. I'm still yeah. struggling to find it. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, I don't know. So yeah, I'm sort of torn. I feel like I do need to watch it again. You should. But I, I, I kind of want to wait. I kind of want to wait a little while and then yeah. go back to it and and see how I feel. Uh, yeah. A second time because you know a lot of times with his movies I'm so engulfed in you know like yes. I said the music or right. the uh, just the cinematic quality and then yeah. t- then I want to go back and kind of examine right. it closer. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I felt the exact same way you guys all did the first time and mm-hmm. then going and seeing it again I wanted to see it again because I was like what was up with that, that and there might be certain things that don't rub me wrong. Yeah. The second time. Which happens pretty frequently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I need to see it. And then I appreciated it. I was like, sure. oh, this is a sick joke and I love it. And then I was more into like, yeah. <laughs> it's messed up too. But it like, I guess it, people's reactions. It felt to me like pacing wise, like, so that first scene where they are carting towards yes, the location, it's just like the back and forth just seems like it's so much exposition going for so yeah. long that it almost feels like a Kevin Smith movie, like where yeah. it's just dialogue, 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 right. and and we're not kind of moving anywhere with it. Right. Um, it's just giving us all this backstory that could be revealed later right. when we're actually at... Right. Uh, minis. I love but <laughs> no, I do. No, I do. I do too. But his movies are not what I'd call cinematic. No, they're, that's true. They're very much. Uh, they're not uh, Sergio Leone is who I was trying to think of earlier. They're not that. You know. Yeah. They're they're more. They are like a play. Like they're a Kevin Smith should yeah. just be doing plays yeah. really because mm-hmm. they're never really about camera work or editing or mm-hmm. any of that stuff. It's purely about the dialogue and. Mm-hmm. Whereas Tarantino, I feel, is both. Like, he, he has great dialogue, but it's the pacing, and, like, he just has this vocabulary that's beyond, you know, any of us combined as far as the film knowledge he has mm-hmm. to work with. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like, I guess I set a higher bar for him mm-hmm. because yeah, of that. Right, so, and maybe that's not fair all the time, but it I do. I'm like, okay, here's my expectation, especially... Each film going forward, I'm like, okay, well, based on that last film, this one, I'm expecting this, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And so, and I get it, you know, every, it's just like every mus- musician, their yeah. album's going to be different. But yeah. it's like, you expect a certain quality level or a certain 
rhythm to it. Well, and, and there's yeah. a deadline to his career too. Like he's yeah. already said that he's only if he's, put out this much. If so. he sticks to that, it'll yeah. be it'll be interesting. Yeah. yeah. Like if he's doing that and then he's retiring, then then we expect that every single film is going to have yeah. some sort of hierarchy in how right. he's making it. Yeah. yeah. I think it was different in that it was play like definitely. And you don't see movies like that where it's just focused and you're trapped in a stagecoach for so long with dialogue mm-hmm. like that. And I kind of like that sure. because everyone's so ADD now and has to have it's, all this It's stuff true. It is, it's like a Seinfeld episode yeah. where you're just well, like you're just hanging out with the characters. Because you're waiting for it to yeah. change and get out of there. You just want to get right. out of there. So it makes you focus on it more. But um, it was different. Yeah. No, I, ca- I can't say that I feel it was bad. It's just not... The right, expectation I, I had. Yeah. And so a second viewing for me would probably help with that. Yeah. One of the problems I had with it, I, I liked the dialogue itself, and I liked that it delivered the backstory that way. Yeah. But what I wanted to find out was why Daisy is so yeah. evil. What is so... Why, did why is she so I do. I do feel I like... Yeah. Why is she getting whacked in the face so much? And like, she gets so the much? most brutal treatment in the oh, entire movie. Yeah. It's terrible. It's what true. Right? Well, once yeah. she's a woman... Or, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or also, I mean, she'll, like, she kind of sits there and watches things happen. She does eventually shoot him, but uh, it does seem like she, she's sort of, I don't know, like she's this mastermind kind of thing, but then that's not even necessarily true. I don't, yeah, I felt like she, her, her motives are like the why everyone is so afraid of her or the this gang because that's another thing too where they're like oh we've got this many of this gang or or they keep revealing like oh no i'm actually this guy and none of us know (laughs) who that outlaw really yeah Yeah. to me like that didn't really do anything for me because it's like Oh, I don't, I don't know who that is, right. so I'm not. And they explain it to themselves like I'm worth fifteen thousand, right. right. nine thousand. So. Tim Roth, Oswald. Yeah, yeah, that like yeah. that determines yeah. like your importance, I guess. Yeah. Your status as, as a criminal a... is what you're worth in right. like dead or alive. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sure. Your bounty. Yeah, I did like Tim Roth in this a lot too. He He's always amazing. Yeah, I yeah. loved him. He's I... great. <laughs> Yeah, he put a smile to my face every time <laughs> yeah. he started talking. His yeah. weird Englishman, and then like, as soon as his candor changed to his uh, Irish brogue was great. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah all right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. That was great, yeah. So, yeah, I would give it... I'd go see it again, for sure. Oh, I love I, it. Yeah, it's definitely worth it's like seeing. It's like I need to go see it. Yeah. Yeah. Probably, yeah. yeah, probably worth two viewings. Well, I would see that. it again because I kind of I liked it. I liked it more than yeah. you guys did. <laughs> I didn't. Oh, I don't I have it. the uh, I guess the formal background and education that <laughs> Me that the two film students here do <laughs> to Me be able either. to pull out like a lot of the uh, yeah. like keeping political ties in the confined space of haberdashery. No, I didn't. I didn't see that. I didn't see that. No. <laughs> I'm just a huge Tarantino yeah. fan. And I, I, love, yeah. I love his movies. This is definitely up there, like, with one of my favorites of his. Just the more I think about it, and to me, like, yeah, I don't know. It felt it felt good for me the second time around, not the first. Mm. But the more I think on it, it's one of those like I that I like more and more. The more I think, the about onion it. peeling mm-hmm. it away, everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see how that one does with yeah. time for me. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, our next movie was The Revenant. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, so let's stay in period pieces. Yeah. <laughs> Going back west. Yeah, both of these movies made me really cold. Yeah. yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah, they're very wintry movies. Yes, they yeah. are. That's funny. No, I think, okay, so as the Revenant goes, it's the uh, survival story of uh, Glass, mm-hmm. who took six, seven weeks in real life to travel 100 miles from Yellowstone to the Cheyenne and all this sort of stuff where he tried, like he defied death after a bear attack and his uh, party of uh, fur traders left him to die. And then this, right. and in the movie, he is the same person being a scout, being a fur trader, but he has a son who is half-breed Native American and um, who is killed. And then this story is not only survival, but vengeance. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah, it's different from the real story because it's yep. also based on a novel that's based on him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so it's them. taken. Exactly. <laughs> sure. Sure. Yeah. And they messed up the story so much. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but I love. It, it does make for a pretty thrilling story. I mm-hmm. yeah i I would say that I was pretty engulfed the whole way through and cinematography was oh, it's just gorgeous. amazing it is gorgeous it um, definitely deserves the oscar for uh, cinematography well and it's all very natural lighting very very little um you know film lighting brought on to set to mm-hmm. to supplement that so they just really utilized um you know certain times a day or whatever you know so it made it it did make it tough for the actors from what i've heard as far as they just had to deal with the weather conditions and whatever because they couldn't be on a stage and right. uh, and and worry about you know we're shooting on this day when it's nicer out like they right. they just deal with it mm-hmm. right. but yeah it it just looked fantastic yeah. and it's really good and I liked kind of how the camera would move from person to person because uh, Inarito he used those kind of what felt like single takes in Birdman, even mm-hmm. though it was kind of faked, but they would still do these really long takes where it follows from one right. person well, to the other. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and this yeah. this did that. Like the very first scene, uh, you see like during the battle, like this person kills this person, and then it follows that guy, and then I that guy dies, and it follows that. that. Yeah. And, yeah, I, and, so and I thought awesome. that was so kind of cool. Or it would even follow things like you know like some uh, shots fired and birds fly up and you follow the bird, you know, so it would, uh, um, I like how he, uh, in one shot where Leo is saved and uh-huh. then he goes and he Again? sees a guy like right in head, like right in front of him get shot and he looks up in the tree, shoots the guy out of the tree. The guy falls, somebody runs across and then you're following mm-hmm. the old man down Mm-hmm. towards right. the river where you see Leo pull up the gun again and he's running through the water. It's so many set pieces that take well, and so not, much time. Yeah. Not to awesome. call someone out, but they they claimed that the, the movie had a lot of unmotivated camera moves and I the whole, the whole time I was watching I was like every single one of these moves are motivated. Like yeah. it's it's clearly oh, like you're it's all character motivated, yeah. you know. Yeah. So it's yeah. following it doesn't lead you. Yeah. As to what's coming next, it's more rea- It's like the camera's reacting to what just happened, and then it's like, oh, I should follow this guy now, yeah. you know. Yeah. And so yeah. it's yeah. sort of that mm-hmm. that sort of documentary type of feel, but smoother, of course, because it's all like like a Moby or one of those uh, cams, gimbal so. cams, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it still feels like you're you're kind of just a little bit behind mm-hmm. what's about 
to happen, so. Yeah. Right, and also the really claustrophobic close-ups. Yes. Mm-hmm. You have no idea what's going on around them, and I think right. that that creates a lot of the suspense that mm-hmm. you feel. Well, especially like on a screen, it's like thirty feet high. Yeah, you the, are... those parts terrify me. Yeah, that close to the character's sure. faces. Mm-hmm. Well, and like with the bear, you're right down there with him yeah. in the oh. ground, and so when it's just like stomping him in, you, you don't always get a sense of like how big that bear is, or where it's at, or oh. you just hear it kind of breathing on him and then move away. And I mean, it'll back up for some of some of the shot, but then when it gets close in again it just puts you right there and was that with one them. continuous shot yes yeah, yeah yeah i think they did do that as one but that was also i mean there are the animal stuff is supplemented by cg but it's yeah. really well done uh, like it i don't know it bothered me so bad <laughs> really? what, yep i couldn't take the animals it's like everything is so gorgeous and then the cgi i felt like i was in a video game like oh my god really i thought it, I looked, thought it looked so good funny. compared to some of the movies i've seen try to do that true yeah. but it still was it, too cgi like it still was obviously it CGI. pulled you out yeah like, it pulled the me buffalo out and the stuff buffalo like killed yeah. me i was like no way did yeah. they just do that yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. i've seen real buffalo <laughs> this shit is not working on me right now <laughs> <laughs> no and i know they're trying to create this intense scene with this bear but it was i don't know it just no. It wasn't intense. For I thought me. the bear was great, but the buffalo, yeah, I was just like, yeah, I can see I've seen a sure. buffalo. Yeah, I've been silly. 15 feet away from a buffalo. That's not what a buffalo fucking looks like. <laughs> well, it's weird to me after having everything like so amazing and yeah. gorgeous and real, and then there's the CGI stuffings going on that just was <laughs> like, uh. But I mean, it still was a good movie. I'm just tearing things apart, but that's yeah. what I do in my mind. I go through stuff. Sure. And, sure. Um. But yeah, oh. <laughs> I know there's obviously no other way they could have done that. <laughs> yeah, they're not going to get for sure. Yeah, they're not going to get Yogi and Boo Boo. Yeah, that's coming. Yeah, okay. And grab him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but without like it was too much. literally risking him to be like life flighted out of the right. Yukon <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> because oh shit, something went wrong. Right? Yeah. yeah. I understand that, but no, I, I I appreciate it quite a bit because I thought the bear looked fantastic, but the mm-hmm. buffalo. Yeah, short. I thought, yeah. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah. The only CG characters that were there. (laughs) But I thought the bear attack was super gruesome. Like, this whole movie. It was gruesome. Like, it it is a tension building. But see, to me, it was more the after, like, when you see his uh, wounds. wounds, Yeah, yeah. I like that. That was what looked gnarly to me, where you're like, holy shit, I would want to be in bed for, like, Eight months before I moved after yeah. you know like just looking at those scars and everything mm-hmm. I love Leonardo that. was amazing he is good but There's I so much I, any I feel like yeah. every yeah. every movie he's in Tom Hardy steals it for me like he mm-hmm. and this was no exception like he he's just he can just be so intense without having to hardly do any like we rewatched uh, Mad Max mm-hmm. uh, recently and you know, he has, like, barely a page of dialogue in that whole movie. And yeah. same thing, he's just, you know, he he can just be so intense and so either scary if he wants to be or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, even as Bane. Yeah, like, I was he, like, well, he's fucking Bane, he, so. you, don't even see, you don't even see his mouth, <laughs> but his eyes or just, like, his little mannerisms with his upper body, you know, he... To me, he just makes it. Um, but Leo, I, Leo is great, but yeah. I I felt like every time 
Hardy was in there, I was like, oh man, he's well, I think that's killing it. Every time Hardy is ever with Leo is Hardy usually like Inception mm. steals it because he's a part of it. Oh, he's good in that too. Yeah. And then there's there's so many times like Leo, if he wants to stand out, he needs to not be a part of like he not, needs to be opposite. Can't be opposite of Tom Hardy because otherwise <laughs> Tom Hardy's just gonna kind of upstage a little bit. Well, he does that. I mean, Hardy did that in um, was it the drop. Yeah. I mean, he's sharing the screen yeah. with Gandolfini, who's fantastic. He's now dead. Yeah, but, <laughs> but he's, he's fantastic. He's fantastic <laughs> in it, and he's always really good. But he he outshines Gandolfini in every scene too. Mm-hmm. Like he's, and it's in very subtle ways. Like he's not a very big character in that he's very quiet and mm-hmm. kind of mumbly. And but man, he. To me, he's he's just always awesome to see on screen. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I, like you were talking about the eyes thing. I think that this focus or this movie focused more on eyes and what mm-hmm. and you the way that you act through mm-hmm. your eyes than any other film that I've ever seen because it's just like because it is one, a lot of that. Like, yeah, the cinematography is so close that it's putting you so close to them, but mm-hmm. the way that they shoot is that you are literally like it's either on the third or it's in the center or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's on the eyes and the eyes is. Or where you're seeing everything happen. Oh, sure. Like when he's watching. Exactly. Like you're seeing. <laughs> he's watching his son being killed, and it's just oh. his reaction because yeah. he can't say anything. He's just like, yeah, it's all right there. Yeah, yeah. That, and, that's crazy. And yeah, it's that's... all his eyes that make it work in that mm-hmm. scene. Mm-hmm. I have to say, I really, I love everything that Domhnall Gleeson's in. Oh yeah. I love him. He's great in Star Wars. He thought he was amazing in Star Wars. Yeah, he is the best Hitler I've ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) Nazi there is. Yeah, (laughs) he's the best goddamn Nazi. Oh my god! Don't take that quote out of context. No, no, no. Not that we love the first order. Yeah, yeah. The motherland. Yeah, he might as well be. Yeah, he might as well be like at the fucking Olympics. Yeah, doing you know Hitler's speech. Like it was that good. See, I. I thought I thought he was good in this because he's uh, he, he's kind of the that character who sort of just lets other people he, he just has to react to what other people are doing around him. Which I mean, he, he, he does. Leader, no, he, no, not he's at a, all. He's the captain. Yeah, he relies. He relies on class yeah. to, and he has do, to explain oh, his decisions. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. and Tom Hardy's just like I want like, my money. I want like my money. Major. I want my money. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. he, shut up. Do your fucking job. Right. But that makes sense to, to me do. because, like, in that, you know, it's just the pure, like, bureaucracy thing of, mm-hmm. you know, oh, I just have to answer to somebody else so mm-hmm. nobody gets paid till they say we do and yeah. that sort of thing. You know, he's just sort of sitting on his ass. And mm-hmm. yeah. so I don't I don't think that um, his position is all delegated. I didn't have any problem with right. his performance. Like, that's just the character. And, yeah. you know, that type well, of person sucks because they... Well, because we saw his, him one in Star Wars, and yeah. then we saw him again in... What was the other one that we saw? Um, Ex Machina. Ex Machina, yeah. And then, um, yeah. <clears throat> just like, whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> his Irish accent stuck out a lot, though, hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. So it was hard. <laughs> it's like little things like that that draw me out with him trying to do kind of not really even a southern accent. Just Frontiersman, yeah. Yeah, like, Frontiersman accent. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, that. Yeah. I don't know how to, to define that. It was like a, what anyone wanted it to be, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. it's like because anybody from anywhere or any part of the country could be a Frontiersman, and that's the whole sure. point is that uh-huh. there's a, like, as soon as you head west... You, you can fur trap all you want. You can fur trap <laughs> all you want, but then it's even more of a melting pot because there's no more uh, geographical... Right. Uh, uh, 
attribution to your right. accent, it turns into a completely Unmesh. yeah, completely unaccented <laughs> area. Yeah. yeah. Um, one thing I would bring up, I did like the uh, the way they had the the Polynesian, just the Native American oh, yeah. in general, uh, the way both costume wise and uh, you know that they weren't just straight up the villains but then they also weren't this romanticized virgin right. either right. you know like i love the scene when he comes across the other guy who's uh cut off from his tribe and he's just like trying to survive and he's just like food please like you know yeah. and he since he can speak some of it you know he's just like yeah, please because share he's with Pawnee, me the way the uh he uh married into his brother. right yeah. um so i thought that was kind of cool his little partnership with that guy and how he's like you know what you're not a threat to me just because you're a white man mm-hmm. i yeah. can see that you're just trying to survive and you know because he doesn't even tell him that i have a son who's part done, you know yeah. or any of that he doesn't even play that card and so, the guy just lets him in so he doesn't play the race card and that's a good thing the race card. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah. it's like i have friends who are pony yeah they're pony we're cool we're cool i, I can use it i can use it i know one pony person yeah i can speak for all yeah i did cool. like that we're i cool. like the two of them together yeah that was nice but yeah in general i i just sometimes have a hard time with especially the costuming uh you know where it'll be just too colorful and too the headdresses and everything yeah. are just so well, and, over yeah, the top and, and the chief and, is the one that we see as the Pakwa or I can't remember what the, the Ari, name of it. The Re, the Re, that's what it is. The Re, that's what they are. He is the one that's the proponent is because his daughter's the one that's gone missing. Mm-hmm. Right. And but his headdress, it's like four feathers and a fuck you. That's mm-hmm. what it is. Like he's just a badass. Well, and I love <laughs> I do love that storyline where yeah, he's he just wants to rescue his daughter and so it's not this, you know, I'm sure to them it's this major conflict for some other reason, but they don't even... That's not what's The white guys up. don't even think about, oh, we, like, stole and raped his daughter, like, to them. That that was just a trade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, know? it was the Americans who they yeah. were presuming were the ones that had done it. But it what was is actually the French. The French. Yeah. yeah, the French. So you know, it's those they, French. It's always like the French. No, but like, what's interesting though is that you get this, and he's searching for it, and he does this fur trade with the Frenchman. His daughter is literally probably a hundred feet, if not less, mm-hmm. to when they're actually doing the deal. Mm-hmm. And for the person yeah. that's been like searching for his daughter for the last couple of weeks, yeah. following Leo, killing Americans, like, and decimating um, their trade, like the people that are doing it are the ones that you're actually having a friendship with mm-hmm. and that's just so also how much yeah. does it fucking French. suck <laughs> how much does it suck that like how much of their their money is tied to pelts like that was a big thing of like when are we gonna get paid for these pelts that's the whole reason i'm here you know yeah. it's like man that would suck if that you know yeah. right. <laughs> well just like yeah coal or anything like that yeah yeah, drill it's like or the you making can't. of America. Yeah, mm-hmm. what we are now. Right? Yeah, exactly. yeah. It's not pelts, but yeah, right. it's manufacturing of some kind. Or, There's always yeah. some kind of pelt. Yeah, <laughs> right. oil. We're all looking for our gas. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're just trying to get by with our pelts. iPhones. That's my pelt now. <laughs> <laughs> some <Yeah>. bitches. 
Who, side note, Will Poulter that plays uh, Jim Bridger in this movie mm-hmm. yeah. is cast as the new It in the remake, by the way. Interesting. So. The other family? We'll nice. tidbit there. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't impress me very much in this movie, really. He, either, he was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, his character was kind of... One-dimensional. I think he was just yeah. there to show more of Tom, Tom Hardy, Hardy Fitzgerald, mm-hmm. like to show that he, how manipulative he mm-hmm. can be. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he, I think he was just, again, he's, he's someone who just c- couldn't really act uh, on the situation. And so he mm-hmm. just has to follow along with the more powerful person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This wouldn't be his, uh, character drama for sure. Mm-hmm. No, because it was very... He's gonna save them for Pennywise. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait. Yeah. Um, there were too many like getaway scenes for me though. Like uh, that pulled you out. Yeah, just too fantastic. I agree. She was like, "This is I, way the too fantastic." Realism element. Yeah, didn't work for me. The what was what? Sorry. With the magical realism. So element. you mean like where he would jump off the cliff and. Yeah, survive. <laughs> and these are Indians who know how to sh- shoot arrows very well, and he's a dying man, but yet he can manage to get away, and yet again he can manage to get away. And there he is. <laughs> it, it was like his story is fantastic enough by itself. The real right. story is yeah, yeah. That it didn't. The mean. stranger than fiction kind of thing. You don't need to. Yeah, why? Why do that? Why Hollywood it? Right. Yeah. That's right. You said that, that part threw me out too, but I thought you were also talking about sort of the like dream sequences. Yeah, that, that too. part Sorry. didn't work for me. Those did um, too for me, though. Yeah. Yeah, the didn't dream... didn't feel very, like, deep and spiritual. They were kind of silly. Right. Well, and also, I could have done without any... I think having the sun there, I didn't need the visions the of the... the yeah. I know. I didn't Especially, like it. Especially... It felt a little way too... too gladiator. Yeah, I thought <laughs> I was like, thing. this is fucking gladiator oh right now. Yeah. We're going by their was. formula. And I yeah. was like, where's... Right. Like I know that it's but in that one outside, we see her die so... so we can touch it. <laughs> yeah, I don't have any emotional connection to it. It didn't add to it. No, at all. It no, didn't. it didn't. It didn't make me feel father-son like think... bond mm-hmm. any more. And to me, it's like you feel enough from I felt enough the, when de- he was the being death attacked. of the yeah. son when you saw the officer killing all those people in the Pawnee village. Like, I mm-hmm. thought that was far more powerful mm-hmm. than any of, like, she floating off or walking kind of out of frame. Like, they tried to do it where she was going to walk right out of flame, but <laughs> yeah, frame, but you saw the so top like... of her head and you're like, she's not gone. Don't do the cutaway yet. She's not gone. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, just wait one more step and then we're, we're good to go. Yeah, but and yeah. I do feel like the sun, and this sounds bad, but I feel like as far as the narrative goes, he existed almost entirely just to die. Yeah, he for did. Yeah. He was so the one really set piece that you needed, but not one that aspects. you actually like, right. Yeah, had that to have. didn't really do it for me either. Like, didn't really feel like that connection very mm-hmm. strongly. Like he, I didn't feel like he was Leo's son like that. Yeah. Leo's just right. good at being like suffering. I don't know. I liked yeah, yeah. I like the scene like in the scene where he says you are my son. I I did like Yeah, I did like that, that. moment. Yeah. Um, They're not gonna hear your voice, you are my son. Just yeah. Yeah. Shut up, be quiet. Well that part made me kind of sad too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want them to hear your voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See I but know. the no, whole real part of the narrative is. though was that his his form of vengeance and why he went after Fitzgerald and and, um, whatever his name is, I can't remember. Uh, Bridger. Bridger, Jim yeah. Bridger. Is it that they left him to die. Like, they were the right. ones that were charged with his care, and right. they left him to die, and 
he came back seven weeks later to fucking kill them. And the only reason why they actually did survive in real life yeah. is because, one, Bridger was so young that he spared him because of his youth. And the other thing was the and army. And he could tell he felt bad yeah. for it. The army, yeah, he felt bad for it. And then the U.S. Army said that, no, you can't kill Fitzgerald because he, he's he with us. Yeah. So here's $300. Mm-hmm. Go back out to the fur trade. And that's what right. he did. He did that right, for right. 10 more years. So, like, there yeah. you go. But well, and I that would have been, been fine. more powerful yeah. if he forgave them. Yeah. It would have said more. Yeah. Than this typical, oh, we got to chase him down and have a big knife battle and yeah. someone else to die. Or at least, yeah. like, if he had to kill somebody, use that because that would piss me the fuck off, too. Right. You guys left me to die. Right. Yeah. Like, you didn't need somebody who was literally there just to die. Although he did. You could have had just the betrayal of being left to die. Yeah, when you were alive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Although they did have him forgive Bridger and and ultimately he let him go, uh, Fitzgerald. Mm -hmm. Um, and left to, like, the, that, that was, I guess, the one place where the wife's voice came in with the, you know, it's in God's. It's a, uh, revenge isn't yours, it's God's, Mm -hmm. or, Something That's like that. What the other Pawnee guy said. Right, yeah. and so, uh, well, but you hear her voice repeat yeah. it too. Yeah. Um, but um. Something so I don't know. I guess in a certain way he does let go and just it, like I'll just leave it to fate, even After though he's kind of left him. him. Yeah, yeah. he's kind of left. Hey guys, he calls down the river. Yo. Yeah. You guys want some more vengeance? There you go. He did stuff. He did stuff. I'll tell you. I'll tell you about it later. Stab, stab, stab. Scalp. But I guess his conscience gets to be clean in that regard. He's like, I just kneecapped you, and I put you in a freezing river, Right. and there's some Native Americans down there still kind of pissed off because the Frenchman took their daughter. Right. You're likely going to die, and I'm going to see here, like, 100 feet away. I'm going to watch it. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was another, like, convenient scene that was, like, just silly to me. Like, oh, of course. They just happen to come across at the same, come across at the exact time. This big, yes. wide expanse of... Right. Exactly. Like, all this land. Yeah. They, all they just meeting. keep running into each other. Like, exactly. Yeah. That's weird. There's lots <laughs> like, of mountain ranges and paths right. to go up and around them, and yet they're always on the same one. Right. Um, it's like, okay. You um, know hello, I mean? the Pawnee know how to follow tracks. Okay. Yeah. And the redo. Yeah. 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 The redo I'm as just well. Kidding. But yeah. But like when they show up, not from behind, but from in front of him, you're like, well, yeah. something happened. Right. And. Hello. Yes. Convenience is yes. what it is, basically. But despite all of those things, I, that it's fantastic. This one I, and I really it. Like it. <laughs> yeah. It's good. I'm picking. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Like it's it. just kind of comedy. It's like it is. It's <laughs> You're just like okay. And but, I kind of like too the way that they break the fourth wall in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. um, especially at the end. But I know um, some people have criticized the way that they use some of the uh, the lens and some of the camera work. To fog up and stuff like that as oh, being that. too uh, well, but being too present as this is what the, the lens is that we scene use. When, like the blood's flicking on the lens yeah, and stuff. Yeah. I thought that was cool. Yeah, I thought that I thought that, I think that it works only because it puts you there. If you're doing it like, documentary yeah. style, yeah. in that sense, and that's sense what I think. Of, yeah. I don't think it's meant to be anything to be like. Because like tons of movies have using. lens flares all the time, and yeah. there that showed up on this one where it goes by sense. the sun, yeah. you know. Oh, I love that. And it's yeah. great shot. I like it too. It made yeah. you feel very yeah. In, yeah. in the film. I yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. it was different too. I didn't see anything like that where they just let stuff like that happen. Yeah. and especially as a transition. Yeah, like I thought that was awesome. Like if we're gonna fade to to white, 
like let's fog up the lens to where yeah. it is actually over, like it is overexposed mm-hmm. now yeah, to do that, that. Cool. I think that was like sure. I, I liked it as not only as a filmmaking piece mm-hmm. but as a way to bring you further into the movie where you're already like biting your nails because it's tense enough it's like they're mm-hmm. breathing yeah. on you yes yeah. you are yeah. Yeah. Makes it way more I tense. feel like if it was 4D and I had like <laughs> Leo's breath hitting me in the face I would literally be like oh my god oh my god I would Tim have been is rocking 4D yeah <laughs> that is what I want next year <laughs> like just spit in the face or you know just some mist would be great some warm mist some mist yeah <laughs> you know like, that's easy yeah. enough to handle exactly yeah. like <laughs> I know wild movies they got it they got the shit in the bag <laughs> Alright, so our third movie. Our last old gem here. The best of the bunch. Definitely yeah. is. This is Best Picture nominee for sure. <laughs> yeah. Winner right here. Yeah. And I think it was because there was a group. Again. <laughs> this see, one, see myself, this one, we'll get into it here in a yeah. second, but this one I didn't. I wouldn't enjoy it by myself. I'll mm-hmm. say that right now. No, definitely. Yeah. I always um, have to be well, a collective no. eating. So, I made fun of it the whole time. Scout- it was fantastic because we could. It was. It was. Yeah. It's fun when you can do that. Yeah. So, uh, Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse. Uh, yeah. That one, there's not really a big premise to it. It's a pretty gimmicky <laughs> yeah. setup. Basically, these guys are scouts, and a couple of them are. Like, I'm done with this, but there's the guy who, of course, is like, I love scouts, this is my life. Well, they're in high school. Right. And <laughs> the other guys are like, we're, you know... I was in scouts until freshman We're going year. into <laughs> yeah. the age where we actually want girls to notice us and right. not because we're the dorks who wear scouts uniforms. And that was my reason of getting out to <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I don't ever remember anyone. I went through scouts. I went through Boy Scouts, that's it. That's what I did, yeah. yeah. I was a Boy Scout until go freshman through, year and then got out of it. Or I should say, I did Cubs and then I think I started Summer scout. Boys. And he's a huge yeah. dork. Aww. But he's a great guy. Maybe he'd be good at killing zombies. Cool, he would be phenomenal at killing zombies. But I am so, too because I've watched so many movies. Right? <laughs> yeah. So my my problem with the movie is that you've got just one. Well, I was like, are we really <laughs> analyzing this real quick? There's <laughs> multiple things. Okay, so one problem is the scouts thing. Okay. Yeah. If you're gonna do that, then make it be part of uh like be creative with it like okay right. there's scouts so you could do the whole thing where it's like you close in on like this badge and then it's like oh yeah. they fashioned this to kill a zombie or whatever but they didn't they really do that. that other than yeah. one scene where they're like they go to the heart oh i got my knot tying badge and so yeah. let's take all your condoms <laughs> and tie them together and oh, yeah. to get to get the key to get out of the jail and it's We're like pirates of the caribbean and, this shit yeah. <laughs> and chelsea i i missed it i guess she had a reaction of yeah right <laughs> yeah, like, like that well somebody said like that kid carries condoms yeah, yeah right yeah, yeah and they were all magnums too. like that, that many condoms yeah. <laughs> Like, that's a gold package. <laughs> Not accurate. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. But one thing I think that the film did do accurately was sort of implant itself in the adolescent male's brain. It was like it's totally that was my other big problem is that it's catered towards a 13 year old it's basically like you know they hook the person who comes and saves them as a a stripper and (laughs) or or, sorry she's a cocktail waitress at a strip club (laughs) because of her ex-boyfriend who took her to the shooting range occasionally very much caters to the fantasy of 
badass. Very barely pubescent male. Yeah. Right. There was. I had no problem. Or he grabs the guy. (laughs) Or he grabs the zombie's penis. Exactly. Out of nowhere, like it's like, oh, he's about to fall, so he grabs the (laughs) zombie penis and it's stretching, and it's like, why did you need that? Yeah. It's like orgasm kind of stuff. It felt like, yeah, it's like they were trying way too hard for certain moments to be gross out, but the whole movie didn't fit with that. Mm-hmm. So it yeah. was kind of out of place whenever it did it. And what pissed me off the most <clears throat> any sort of scenario was the way that they threw away weapons. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That, if that's I your survival. Hate, yeah, I hate it. Like, <laughs> what guys are actually trained, or not necessarily trained, but you try to put forth like some sort of foot to actually survive out in the wilderness. Right. You put, you take, you take tools and then you throw the tools away. Fuck, no you don't. You, t- <laughs> you keep the axe. You keep right? the marines fucking And how come on. all of them struggle <laughs> yeah. so much with building a fire? Exactly. Oh, <laughs> like the most basic. You've been the doing scene, it since your, his dad died or whatever. Even the Revenant when Leo builds a fire was like, you should have taught the scouts. <laughs> 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 you guys were taught by Hugh Glass. We yeah. were laughing at the yeah. same thing. It's were like, you? he can like, do it, but a scout can't yes. do it. Yeah. Use a lighter. Dude. It's like, dude, you should be able to be at, like, anything with a flint, you can totally do. But even, yeah. like, building the bomb, like, he comes out of nowhere like, oh, yeah, I put together a bomb, and it's like, why didn't you show that? Like, right. why don't you show the scouts being clever? Like, right. like actually like building using stuff. Their initiative Instead of like, oh, here's what I put together yeah. off screen. It's like, really? Yeah. Like, that, I don't Cheat. buy it. Well, I'm Cheat. confused. Yeah. Like, yeah. if why make a zombie movie this far into zombie movies if you're not going to bring right. something completely different to the table. Because like, Cooties, so, Cooties was Cooties so was fun fantastic. and even you know yeah. the weapons worked great because it's like stuff you find in a school it's and it like was only kids, the gym teacher so would there have. Were things different. Yeah, yeah and then it was fun yeah, yeah because it's like Bold, you have the kid the on <laughs> on the uh, uh, merry-go-round right. or like on, <laughs> you know or Whatever, you know, stuff that fit that world. It's not just like a one-note gimmick. They they made it play well throughout the whole movie. Right. And this one was just like, oh, they they happen to be scouts, but that's more of a side note. But it's in the title of the movie, so it's like, if it's the scouts guide, then like... Why is it they need this girl to come and save right. them with a shotgun right. every five seconds when they should be able to build something that gets them out of the situation? And they could yeah. easily use anything from Zombieland as a way to right. like bring that in, like rule number yeah. one, rule number twelve, something yeah, like that. I didn't, you could have used a merit badge shot, and I, then like, I would have been more fine if they perfect. ripped off that. They made it a gimmick like that because it worked so well in that movie, but yeah. even but. This to me felt like gimmicky without gimmicks. Even smart, <laughs> uh, even yeah. smartly yeah. ripping off another yeah. gimmick. You yeah, know, it's like, there were only. It, I was it's just to lazy. Think, like, it's just what lazy. was original in that? The only thing was I got to see a zombie scene for the first time. And that boobs. was new. <laughs> oh yeah, that was weird. <laughs> zombie boobs, like yes. super. Oh, okay. That was weird too. The singing, like really thing. big zombie boobs. That was kidding. Yeah. <laughs> slow mo. Yeah, slow mo. Well, it does zombie. feel like it was made by a group of fifteen-year-olds, like in their garage. Right. Well, the singing, <laughs> th- way high budget. The singing <laughs> thing bothered me because yeah. it was so out of place. It was so out of place, and it was right. like, okay, so are they gonna explain that they're not fully? turned into zombies like they they're like 
part of their brain is still there. So that's how they're going to find a way to bring them back or something, you know, or they're going to find their, or they're going to (laughs) find their, uh, their leader. Yeah. Their scout leader and bring him back by yeah. like singing him back. It would have been kind of cool actually to be able to that, bring that, him That in. that would have worked for me, but they just brought up the song and they didn't thing, do anything with it. They and then him. it just went away. Yeah. And it was like, what was the point right. of that? Right. Well, they, it went away only because of the uh, marine or whatever shot him. Right. Like I remember that part. Like that was. Yeah, the, but why did it go away? Never like went, a as a concept. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. They never went back to it. Like, oh, we can try to communicate with these folks. Yeah. Right. Or at least, like, anybody that came into the rave right. that was a zombie, yeah. they should have been able mm-hmm. to, like, hear that music and remember that time right. when they were all kids and they yeah. were all partying, like, legally or whatever. Right. And use that as a way to get out rather than having just to, like, yeah. have the death gasm. Yes. Yeah. Spinning knives on a, uh, a weed whacker <laughs> right. and his uh, bazooka that never seemed to need to be reloaded. Right. Yeah. yeah. Even though it only had five in the chamber. You're yeah. like, uh... Where's the reload scene? I never saw that. Sure. It was definitely a Sylvester With the Stallone bombing, from Rambo. Never yeah. saw that either. And that's right. true. Yeah. <laughs> there was a zombie cat. That's another thing that was different. I'd never seen before. But that's really yeah. amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was really stupid. The only thing I really enjoyed was David Keckner, because this sounds horrible to say, but just because his mouth is like. <laughs> Just naturally in the zombie pose. Like, <laughs> when she horrible. went like down like, on him? No, you know, oh. it's horrible. Like, I hate oh. to be like that, oh, but okay. like, he's just like the perfect zombie. He, oh, he's always awesome though. But yeah. I felt like even he was kind of oh, wasted. Good wig work though. Oh, good, good wig work. work. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Good. good wig work. <laughs> five stars on the yeah. yeah I'm just five looking, stars. I'm looking for something I liked, and that would be about. Well, I like the movie because it was easy to make fun of, yeah, and it made the viewing experience with a group that right. all yeah. saw the same shit. Yeah, yeah, it was it was phenomenal that way. Yeah, but there are so many movies out there that are the fall into it's so bad it's good right. kind of thing this where I good. would rather watch one of those with a group where you're just That's making true. fun of it like when we're doing some of the the movies where they're taking like the 80s style and right and, yeah, yeah yeah Kung Fury and Kung Fury yeah. or um uh, the Turbo Turbo Kid, Kid. Yeah. Okay. those kind of movies to me are fun funner with an audience just because they and they're also a little more self-aware of that yeah um this was just bad in the sense of well and it was like i said laziness like it wasn't even like it was it didn't have any the same thing identifying the uh, I hate to compare it to The Revenant, but <laughs> it, it did come off. Maybe wow. it suffered a little bit from being paired with these films. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, you're like, you're setting up Little Leaguers to be playing. <laughs> no, but to me, there were similarities there in were that. All it was like, oh, here we go again. Got to get out of this room, but we can't. And, oh, we nearly escaped. Oh, here we go again. Nearly escaped. Yeah. They seemed very similar to me yeah. in that regard. Well, there's going to be, I think... You can't, I suppose, especially with The Revenant, have any sort of, like, survival, I suppose, in the Hollywood sense is not enough right. to keep a narrative going without any sort of pressure right. from another sort of uh, influence. And that mm-hmm. influence is going to be Native Americans yeah. because they're the ones that are driving the Americans off, that are driving, like, right. they are now looking for everyone. But there would have been so much time still, and I would have been more powerful to leave it more like the Western castaway, I think. Yeah. 
That would have been, could have been where, like, oh, where he has to just survive yeah. on his own. Yeah, and Tom Hanks did, won the won the Oscar for that too. So that but I cool. think <laughs> I think the difference is that like Leo wouldn't have this movie is this movie is more. Uh, sorry, I guess since we're talking about Revenant, I should clarify <laughs> that movie is more about uh, revenge, and so that's mm-hmm. where if it's it's not so much a survival movie, it is to a certain extent, it, but that's only in the sense of I have to live just long enough to just kill him. Die. I don't yeah. like he doesn't care if I die in the process. I'm going to kill him. Yep. Right. You That's know? why yeah. he doesn't need to rest when he gets so, back yeah, to the it's like, He's like, give me gun. I'm not here to... Give me gun. I'm not here to get killed. Right. Yeah. Oh, his lips bother me so, yeah. <laughs> so much. <laughs> like worms. Yucky. <laughs> Shit was coming out of him. <laughs> Waving at you. Ooh, I almost... Yeah, I almost couldn't handle that. It was almost entirely dead skin. <laughs> yeah. See, and the cool thing about the actual... Like, the actual guy, Glass, yes. was that he was laying on dead logs, letting maggots yes. eat at his skin so he could survive. Yeah. There's so many cool shit that you do About, just to yeah. survive the mm-hmm. world without having anything, right. ambulance service, anything like right. that, where you can actually, like, put forth, like, a really cool story. Right. This guy, like... Had all of it, like... You know, he put some gunpowder in his throat, and he was like, ow! Yeah. Like, no, that would fucking hurt. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah. hurt. I had to look away. Yeah. See, I was ready for it, but that's only from Rambo First Blood. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, yeah, but there were so many other things that I think should have been explored in the way that he took care of himself. Yeah, I do. As too. yeah, as like, because he was a mess, and to actually survive like in real well, life, seven weeks. Yeah, to what to show what a badass he really was. They should have explored a little more of what he did to actually survive. Right. Mm-hmm. And not just you know making a little uh, nest for some fish <laughs> right. and oh, stabbing yeah. himself in the neck. Yeah. 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 It's like you, you, there's a fire over there. Yeah. Cook it. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have any rice. We're not making fucking sushi. Cook it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but like he, there were so many other things that you could actually explore as a survivalist yeah, in, sure. in the way exactly, that his story yeah. uh, uh, unfolded in real right. life. That right. They should have. Been I think it depends on what kind of movie you want it to be. Because mm-hmm. like you said, like it's if you were gonna do right, but I think if that was gonna be more the focus then yeah you you would push that route big time because yeah that part of the story is the real story mm-hmm. is pretty amazing on its own yeah yeah, yeah. It's the crazier. real story is amazing on its own yeah. and i just i love the movie and i've seen it twice i would have liked to have seen just uh, to see everything twice but i like <laughs> i wanted to see that one twice too yeah it's it. really good this is the second time because yeah. the score is amazing the score is, the score is very fantastic good. it is amazing yeah. and like every single piece I that I sound. saw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was I actually sat closer to uh-huh. be even more engrossed mm-hmm. the second time and it was Yeah. It was awesome. But uh yeah, I would have liked to have seen just being a picky a little more of the survival tape from it. Yeah. Because that would have been way cool. To I think see so. I think it would have been him. more powerful. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. to see him not only just, you know, rip open a tauntaun right. like Luke Skywalker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like it would have yeah, been cool. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. would have been cooler if he actually like <laughs> laid on a dead log and let like magazine. As yeah. disgusting as that would have been, it wouldn't have pulled me away at all no. because there's already been so many disgusting things in the movie. Right. Like there's yeah. already so much engrossingness to to it, yeah. that would have been cool. Right. That would have been awesome. Yeah. Would, like, and real maggots, not CGI ones. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Not CGI little white worms, but like some real maggots. Some real yeah, maggots. Yeah, some real maggots. <laughs> cool. 
So Love now we're it. back on the Revenant. We're supposed to be talking about the Scouts Guide. <laughs> exactly. I'm over it. Scouts Guide, yeah. I'm over yeah. it. Scouts yeah. Guide, thumbs down. No, it wasn't. Scouts Guide's only good if you have like 20 people going, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. laughing at yeah. it. I yeah. think that's good. So see it with your friends. Yeah. A large group of them. And lots of beer. <laughs> yeah, it might be good. Or though. don't and see something better. <laughs> or don't and see something better. Watch <laughs> Shaun of the Dead instead. Yes. I would gladly watch that again. Yeah. I watch it like three times a year. <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic. Great. Yeah, it's awesome. Alright. No, it was not. Blech. Well, I will say, though, as far as the other two movies, mm-hmm. though, definitely ones I would say see in the theater. Well, oh, you can't. Well, they deserve the nominations they that they got. That's for yeah, sure. they yeah. like they do. As they far deserve. as the performances and the, you know, cinematography wise, as far as uh, I don't know where the nearest maybe Denver as far as showing the seventy millimeter. There's version. three showings in Denver right now. Right. Um, yeah. My brother went to the one in uh, Portland, which I guess that theater there's the one that. Um, That's coin. That he's, I'm not sure. Uh, it was the one that I guess Tarantino said this is the one you should go watch it in because well, it's the, one the that biggest. There. It's the biggest. He one. actually went to that theater yeah. uh, on opening night and he talked to the crowd afterwards. Yeah. Oh, that's it, yeah. cool. So, uh, if you can see it in that, that would be cool just for the experience oh, of yeah. so you know. It's the same as like seeing something that's shot in IMAX and watching it at IMAX. Yeah. It is worth it. And so, so, really, what I think is that they should just do the 70 mil print. Mm-hmm. And put that out as the digital version, which mm-hmm. would have been awesome because then you would have had the intermission still, That'd and the cool. theater would have been really cool too because yeah. it would have gotten another flux of you get more people, people buying getting concessions. concessions. Right. Like that would have exactly. been so yeah. cool. Like even I even just adding the intermission would have. Yeah, just give us that extra 15 minutes of... With long movies like that, it's kind of cool to have... I I used to like watching some of the old ones, like West Side Story and those. You can watch it with the... They'll have the musical intro, and then... Yeah, and then it'll have the intermission, and I kind of like that for films when they are going past three hours. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you kind of need that, and then... You're not, because I hate when I see people next to me having to get up and go to the bathroom because mm-hmm. the movie's so long mm-hmm. and they're missing stuff, you know. And yeah. if you have that break, it's kind of nice. Well, and even yeah. to digest what's already happened. Yeah, mm-hmm. it would have been interesting to experience it that way. I mm-hmm. wish I could have mm-hmm. at least once when I saw that mm-hmm. to see what it would have been like. When I believe Kill Bill, he originally it was going to be one big one long movie like one four hour movie. yeah Ooh. and that would have changed awesome. the movie too because you know that one not to digress too much but that oh, one that had a cliffhanger where they revealed that the daughter is you know it's still alive, alive. Yeah. and that story. wouldn't have happened in the original version you wouldn't have found that out to the very end of the movie and it's like dun 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 you know yeah. like it's even there's even a musical cue kind of like that where she's yeah. like holy shit my daughter is alive yeah. mm-hmm. and so that would have totally changed the movie to have something like that where it's you that just take awesome. an intermission yeah. and then get right back into it that would have been awesome. so I would love that. it'd be I'd be open to it if mm-hmm. that started yeah. to happen with film with films that length I mean yeah. Lord of the Rings The Hobbit like if you're gonna yeah. do films the that Hobbit long doesn't need to be three goddamn movies no. <laughs> We won't. We won't go into. Say it. We're no, no, no. We're not gonna do it. We're not. We won't go into that. But yeah, I'm stopping right now. But yeah, I I would be fine with intermissions. Do you want to do any like quick reactions to Oscar nominations? 
to Oscar Ooh. nominees. Do we? I've do you have the them list. up? Okay, yeah, let's do that real quick. As far as best picture goes, do are we doing predictions? Any? Yeah, predictions. Okay, who who's gonna win? Who should win? Who should win? Who's who going will to win? And who should? Yeah. Uh, there's The Big Short, Bridge of Spies, Brooklyn, Mad Max. The Martian, The Revenant, Room, and Spotlight. The Martian's gonna win. So I so? I have oh, not yes. seen The Martian. Unfortunately, I gotta I'm see sure. that. I'll try to see that. <laughs> by but the, the next... only one that's actually seen it is the one that's predicting that it's gonna be the <laughs> best picture. Really by the next so? podcast, yes. I'd like to see that so I Me can too. see if I need to modify my prediction. But I will yeah. say right now, Mad Max is my choice. I, well, that's what it's you, that's the your, most that's cin- your dream. It's the most cinematic film I've seen yeah. of the year. Yeah, and I got a that lot should, of that. Or you think that will? Uh, that should. Who do I don't. Will? I don't know if the Martian's gonna. I'm the one that's. Martian. Uh, I could so see spot like, 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 I know. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it's going to win. Period. I <laughs> would, just from all the no. way that people talk. Unfortunately, no. I think Spotlight should because I like the conversation that it sparks. I never got she Spotlight. It's well, it's well tomorrow done and well tomorrow. performed. Spotlight sounds. But yeah. the Revenant does oh, have more Spotlight. going no, we'll, for we'll it. Cinematic. Sure. Sorry. Yeah, I think the Revenant. Uh, <laughs> I'm having an, our own conversation. Sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think the uh, I think Spotlight should, but that's just because I haven't seen all these. But yeah, cinematically, I would say the Revenant has more yeah, the, advantage. I, I could see. I have heard about the Martian being a possible choice, but I have. It. I need to see it first. <laughs> yeah. It is. We need to get on that. So yeah. It is fantastic, and <laughs> as like. Matt Damon, you know how much the U.S. government spends to save him. Like, yeah, he, that is a funny. He, he is worth saving every goddamn time because it's oh. awesome. Like he does a great job. Another he is always movie. worth. Yeah, no, Matt but it, it's not a space movie. It is a survival movie okay, too. Okay, I'll have to where see it. Where it's it's yeah, far. I, I think it's far it. more frontiersman now mm-hmm. than The Revenant because okay. it is it. It's Martian soil. He's using he's science having, to He's using survive, science. Right. He's explaining his science. He's science. using far more of his actual survival skills. Science. Like, he's he's using more of the maggoty log, and I'm using air quotes right now. Like he's it. using more of the maggoty log in this movie mm-hmm. than Leo did like in, in The Revenant. And I, okay. Although I feel that Leo's performance is going to win the Oscar, which he is nominated later. Yes. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> The Martian is going to win. Yeah. Okay. So you think the Martian? Well, we're gonna have to. We'll have to watch that next. The Oscar mm-hmm. goes to the Maggoty Log. The Maggoty Log. Woo! <laughs> uh, for best act- actor, there's Brian Cranston for Trumbo. I want to see Trumbo. Matt Damon for The Martian. Leonardo DiCaprio for The Revenant. Michael Fassbender for Steve Jobs and Eddie Redmayne for The Danish Girl. I want to see Ooh. The Danish Girl. I know. Uh, I think it's pretty obvious Leo will win. See, Fassbender was pretty amazing I, as. Jobs. But I'm not saying Did you should. see Steve Jobs? I think that he'll obviously win, just the way that things are going award show. Right, right. 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 But um, I, as much as like everyone wants Leo to get his Oscar, I felt like he should have got it for some of his previous roles, not this too. one. Like, but they've been known to great. do. They've been known to do that where like they Tommy give him the. Stuck it to a young boy. Where are they? Whoa, wait, what does that mean? <laughs> Sorry, I'm going way off topic. <laughs> anyway, so uh, they do tend to do that where they give the award the yeah. wrong year, kind of yeah, like how Denzel yeah, was totally snubbed for Malcolm X, right. and then they give it to him for Training Day, and you're yeah. like, well, yeah, that was good, was okay. but Malcolm X, he should have got yeah. the award. Yeah. Yeah. So. 
it's um, definitely we'll like see we'll see if they do the like yeah he just needs one so let's I give feel it like to that's him. kind of what I'm the vibe I'm getting from it is I was like give him one yeah right? <laughs> yeah not that he didn't there's, earn there's it yeah. well, not that he didn't but but, like but it he's he should have had it before yeah. like, oh, come on. I yeah. saw some onion thing like I did my most screaming and crying ever it's the most screamiest cryiest performance yeah uh, well, I think it's pretty much like Tropic Thunder, where it's uh, oh, I didn't go full retard. <laughs> yes. Like he didn't go, he didn't go full castaway. Like right? he he could have, but he didn't. And he so didn't. maybe yeah, it's so good. yeah, yeah. So um, for best so actress, there's Kate Blanchett for Carol. I, it's hard because I haven't seen I haven't some seen. of these. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Brie Larson for Room, Jennifer Lawrence for Joy, Charlotte Rampling, 45 years. I don't know how is it Sorry's Ronan? I don't know how to say her name. She's Irish too, Brooklyn. Um. But just from the buzz of that, I pretty it seems like Brie probably will win that one for real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because just the trailer is haunting enough. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's my God. I can't wait. I didn't need to see that one. Yeah. Well, I think that's kind of what we're well, doing for February. probably shouldn't delve too much into the I know. I'm just any then. reactions, I'm like, ah. Uh... I think Star Wars should win everything that they've been. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it seven times now, yeah. so uh, they should win everything. But I think I'm happy to see Jennifer Jason Lee nominated for Best Supporting Actress. I was going to be surprised if she wasn't, because... She, she yeah, amazing. she's great. I yeah. love her. Actually, yeah. oh wait, going back, I, I'm gonna have to go with uh, Kate Winslet and Steve Jobs. She oh, was th- surprising to me. Like I didn't even know she was in the movie until I went to see it, and and how important her character. Uh, like, well, I don't know how much in real life probably was, but mm-hmm. for Steve, like how much that she helped yeah. like organize and keep him under control yeah, with how crazy he is you know yeah. and like her and her is. performance i thought was great because she just you could just see so much going on in her head where she's like oh my god i want to strangle mm-hmm. you right now but i'm gonna keep my composure and yeah. Yeah. you know she just did really she just did really good at that and yeah. how she and the moment she would have where she had to like talk to his kid because he's like oh i'm too busy no, with or he wouldn't launch. actually like admit that it's his and kid. And it's like, yeah, like, that and, was the other problem. And then she, like, and oh yeah, she's like, Sorry. you need to admit <laughs> that this is your child. Yeah, like yeah. that sort of thing. So I think she, I, I would. She probably, I think she probably will. Win. I would love to see her win for that, actually. Oh, and then Star Wars is gonna get best um, effects. It's awesome. It's just a and thing. sound, right? And sound. <laughs> yeah, they were nominated for best score too, but I don't for know if they're gonna get. I her. don't think it was it'll his best to, score. Yeah, that wasn't Maricone. Oh, it does. Yeah, yeah there. The only problem with Morricone's is it's so it's short. <laughs> they need. I wanted more music. Know, that was my other complaint yeah, in. Yeah. In that movie is hatefully like needed music throughout the whole thing noise. because his score is so good. Yeah, <laughs> but I like how he mixes it up with modern music too. Sure. Oh yeah, no, there was some great tracks yeah. in there for sure. Um, for directing, um. It, I think it seems like, well, that one's a toss up between a couple Again, <laughs> I, uh, George Miller for Mad Max. Mm-hmm. He's not going to win. I know, but man. It's so just, that's your pipe dream. And yeah. the realistic one is. You are so certain about all of this. <laughs> yes, I do. Tim I can knows. predict this shit. Yeah. Tim knows the winner. Yeah. Yeah, wait, what are the... Uh, the winner is going to be uh, Interatu. The cri- yeah, I think so. Yeah. The, yeah, one, yeah. the, what is it? The right Critics now. Awards? They they voted for Mad Max. Yeah, of course they did. did because, they? yeah, that, yeah, that's the critics thing. And they yeah. loved 
they absolutely adored <laughs> Mad Max because yeah. it is a cinematic masterpiece. Yeah. However, this is the Academy, and this shit doesn't ever... I know. Like, it's not... I know. Okay, fine. I'm <laughs> I know. Politics. Yeah, politics. I'm not saying, I'm not saying you're wrong. <laughs> I'm just saying it's bullshit. It is bullshit. Yeah. It yeah, there's a lot of bullshit that goes into it, and namely being how many white people are in there. Because Samuel <laughs> Jackson, like, he drops the fucking mic every year, okay. and he's never gotten anything. And so many have, like, and there's mm-hmm. been so many other characters that have always yeah. always overperformed yeah that sure. have n- have never gotten any nod and yeah. right. well that's getting a lot off. of attention this year too how white the oscars have mm-hmm. been and still are yeah mm-hmm. and maybe i'm placating that too, well they but... did have <laughs> no, their one year they yeah. did have their yeah. one year where they gave you know it was the year where denzel people. won and then they also gave Sidney poitier the lifetime achievement stuff and so i think that they felt like oh well, we've done our part. We yeah. we we gave them their but year. But it, it's obvious. But now let's go back to the, the as go back to the usual. white race. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for animated but, yeah. feature, I I can't wait to see Annalisa because I've heard a lot about that one. Inside Out's gonna win. But I, you, I don't know. I've heard a lot about Annalisa. Pixar. Yeah, I love Inside Out. I love yeah, it was that. great. Yeah, I but it was really good. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going through those ones. I was just going to do like cartoons. No, let's go through the technical ones. No, <laughs> no I'm not going through any of those. Best key grip in a film. Yeah. No. That's, that would that, have I just to be wanted inter- to go over like, the That would have ones. to be the Revenant because they were <laughs> yeah. out there in the wilderness. They were amazing. Those grips were I fantastic. I do have to say, though, I'm Well, no, because there was no way. <laughs> because, uh, uh, but they were still there. Ex Machina <laughs> does get a nod for original what screenplay. Was that? Best fake cool. buffalo? Yeah, that best fake buffalo. Yeah. Like, that um, would not win. Well, <laughs> but here's... A, and then here was another... I don't know. I felt like they did straight out of Compton because they didn't want to do Hateful Eight when they did that was the best big buffalo was hateful eight <laughs> not <laughs> revenant so yeah i don't know we'll see we'll see, we'll see. i've not i've uh, never been one for the award shows anyway like i, I feel like, like predict them i think they're just fun to predict sure like um, and sometimes going to the parties <laughs> yeah. with people like <laughs> right i get a pizza and i watch <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. but but yeah to me it's like do they really tell you what one or is it no. like no. yeah yeah well i guess for next time we're gonna have to say the martian will have to be one of ours we might yeah we might have to throw that guy well, in there and i'd like to even watch the big short but i don't know oh it's good <laughs> i haven't seen the big short yet uh, usually we have our list ready and we didn't even talk about it so. well i think um i don't know I don't know what when you want to run that podcast, but I know the like Ad Base Cinema Club is looking to do four right. films Oscars. that are going to be on mm-hmm. on the list for Oscars, and it's going to be Trumbo. So, be... are they doing Trumbo? Yeah, we're awesome. Doing that, yeah. that would be great. I'd love to do Trumbo. So oh, yeah, do... let's plan on sweet Oscar time next time. Doing some Oscars. Yeah, that'd yeah. Be good. To oh. try to catch ourselves <laughs> up since we're behind on yeah. some of this. <laughs> but that's that's the tough thing with this is we, we like to throw in ones that are like. Off the beaten path sometimes, like or that are yeah. maybe, like Scouts guy. Yeah, or, yeah. or ones that are like on making it to direct, right. you know, like Video on demand or whatever, mm-hmm. and aren't Netflix in the theaters. Only. So yeah. we don't want to just do the theater movies, but yeah. also do ones where it's like, oh, what's a good one to watch at home that I haven't heard right. about or something. So yeah, that makes it a little tough. But I think in this case we should try to do some of the Oscar noms. So yeah. I'm cool with that. Sweet.
The ones that are going to be Oscar numb that likely won't be in any of the theaters here, too. <laughs> Good point. Yeah. Good point. Because it's going to yeah. be The Room. That's not likely going to be here. Sure. Brooklyn, not going to be here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carol, not going to be here. Right. And same with, uh, what was the last one? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Trumbo. Trumbo. Trumbo, that's the one. Yeah, Trumbo. Like I think everything that we do should be that is not going to show up here. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us again, mm-hmm. and thank you guys thank for. Thank you, Chelsea, and thank you, Tim. For yeah, on. yeah. It's great to have. You. Great to have you as I'm always. Just gonna apologize right now. <laughs> no, it was fun. Yep. Thanks, Thanks again, yeah, thank and we'll see you next time. Bye.